Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to a special edition of the world-famous Chiggy Chaguar Radio Broadcast, coast-to-coast. Boner to boner, I'll tune in. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand-new Chiggy Jaguar app available in both the app stores, where you can go to our website, J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Once you get over to JiggyJaguar.com, you can check out all sorts of different things, past interviews, videos of the day, all sorts of stuff. Thanks for joining us today here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com, 50-plus AMFM stations across the fruited plain. And welcome to it. Uh, we've got some great guests today, some great regulars, and everything else on the way, uh, some great in-studio guests. Everything is coming up, but before we do that, today's broadcast is brought to you by Go Epic Health, the makers of Chloresteride, the natural way to lower cholesterol. It was invented by the creator of Gatorade, Dr. J. Robert Cade. Chloresteride is clinically proven to lower cholesterol levels by 21% in just eight weeks. Absolutely amazing. Avoid the harmful side effects of statin drugs and check out Cholesteride. Use the promo code LDL25 for 25% off at drinkcholesteride.com. But uh, Cholesteride works to naturally lower cholesterol and promote healthy weight loss. Order today and use the promo code LDL25. To get 25% off your order or find a store near you by going to the website drinkcholesteride.com. That's drinkcholesteride.com. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back, drinkcholesteride.com. Or check out D-R-I-N-K-C-H-O-L-E-S-T-E-R-A-D-E.com. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. We're going to get to our first guest here on our big broadcast. Thanks for joining us today here on the big broadcast. And thanks to our friends at Cholesteride. Check out drinkcholesteride.com. Call is now being recorded. 
JiggyJaguar.com. Download our app, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news, programming information. Joins us today on KFRK in Denver. Our good friends over there at the World Radio Network, iHeartRadio. Good morning, Millie. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. What do you have for us this morning, my friend? Oh, I've got a lot here. I've got some perfect gifts for the beauty-obsessed woman in your life or if you feel like just treating yourself. So I'm going to start off with the new Gillette Venus Silks Expert IPL powered by Braun. So this allows every woman to be their own hair removal specialist. No more squeezing in salon appointments into your busy schedule. After just 8 to 12 weekly treatments, you'll be able to notice permanently reduced hair growth and smoother skin. It's also really safe and easy to use because it has a sensor that automatically detects your skin tone and adjusts the light intensity so you get a real comfortable and effective treatment. It also has a gentle mode that you can use on more sensitive areas like underarms or bikini. You can get this online for about $300. Now another product that I am loving for the holidays is the latest innovation from the number one recommended brand by dentists around the world, and it's the Oral-B Genius 8000. So it's not smart, it's genius. It's an electric toothbrush with a cell phone charging travel case that lets you brush like your dentist recommends. It syncs with the Oral-B app on your phone, and it has an advanced position technology for real-time visual coaching, a triple pressure control, a professional timer to help you brush for the proper amount of time. It also helps you prevent brushing too hard. You can even share brushing data with your dentist, and they can input customized guidance into the app, too. You can visit Oral-B.com for more. Now, fragrance is so huge during the holidays. And when it comes to fragrance, the gift of choice is the Elizabeth Arden Red Door. It's like the iconic holiday must. It opens with a cocktail of juicy black currant nectar, violet leaf absolute, natural rose water, and an exclusive blend of rose extract. Now, the signature golden honey notes are in musk and patchouli. The mix of classic and modern scent really captures the sophistication and elegance of a woman. It's a really beautiful fragrance. Now, you can also get the Red Door Glamour Collection, which is just $64. It comes with the full size, the miniature fragrance, the body cream, and the shower gel. You can get all that at elizabetharden.com. Now, last but not least, we're going to talk skincare. These masks from 7th Heaven are amazing. So I'm going to start with the popular black seaweed peel-off mask. It's a mineral-infused, ultra-deep cleansing peel-off mask that leaves your skin so healthy and glowing. It's great for weekly detox. Gets rid of dead skin cells, excess oils. It helps your skincare products like your serums and moisturizers to penetrate better, but it never strips your skin. And it has a special formulation that contains chopped black labor seaweed from the coastline of Wales and crushed sea buckthorn berries. Pressed together to make a luxurious black peel-off mask that really harnesses the power of the ocean. It even has a fresh marine fragrance that just smells amazing. And last but not least, we've got this natural, super effective tea tree peel-off mask. Now, tea tree is one of my favorite ingredients because it has a lot of purifying properties. This mask is going to target your T-zone, other problem areas that you may have. It has crushed witch hazel and Canadian willow bark, so it leaves your skin feeling refreshed and purified. Now, both of these masks come in single-size packets, $1.99 each, so they're perfect for travel, perfect for stocking stuffers. You can get them at Ulta, Bed Bath & Beyond, or Walmart. $1.99. All 7th Heaven products are also cruelty-free certified. 
So really, really great stuff for the holidays, really affordable stuff, too. Fantastic. What else do you have for us? Well, that's it for today. I mean, nothing makes you more beautiful than a smile. That's my other tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for all that, and uh, have yourself a wonderful holiday. Thank you. You too. Bye. Teachers, students, and professionals in the medical field, when you're looking for a high-quality dissection kit, look no further than Diseco Solutions. Diseco Solutions has the perfect kit for you. Their 26-piece advanced, non-rust, stainless steel dissecting tool is perfect for all your dissecting needs. This set is perfect for instructional and training purposes. The instruments are long-lasting and reliable. The stainless steel handle makes intricate work easier and more efficient. The Diseco Solutions Dissecting Kit comes with a free protective leather travel case to keep your tools secured at all times. The kit has several different types of instruments in various sizes so you have everything you need in one handy portable package. If you have a student in your life that needs a dissection kit for school, this one is perfect for their needs with plenty of blades to use for multiple dissections. This kit is also perfect for professionals like veterinarians. Order your Diseco Solutions Dissection Kit on Amazon. Just visit Amazon.com and search Dissection Kit 26 PCS. Dissection Kit 26 PCS. This kit is five-star rated by buyers on Amazon and comes with free delivery and a lifetime warranty. Visit Amazon.com and search Dissection Kit 26 PCS. At DollarSeed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit DollarSeed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. DollarSeed.com. What could be healthier? Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-809-5785. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to 
end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-549-6183 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-549-6183. That's 800-549-6183. Again, 800-549-6183. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show on the network. Yes, indeed, it is the big broadcast. Coast to coast and bowler to bowler live as live can get each and every week. Live. Did I mention live? I think I did. JiggyJaguar.com, 50 plus AM FM stations across the fruited plain. iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com and tune in as well. Get a complete list on our website, JiggyJaguar.com. We're going to go to our first guest on our big broadcast here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners over there at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out IGG.me slash ATB. The number two, B, app. Oh, that's right. With increase in mobile usage, more and more users are searching for what they want using their mobile phones. There is no good way for business service providers to reach this new customer base. The B2B business service app solves that problem. It enables the business to be on this mobile marketing platform and marketplace so that users searching for them on their mobile devices can not only find them, they can compare prices, schedule, and order services via the app. Check out igg.me slash at slash the letter B, the number two, the letter B, A-P-P, and tell them, you heard about it here, Transmedia. Let's get into our next segment. Our first guest is patiently waiting on the line. We'll get to them here in just a few seconds. Here. We are going to call our first guest. Melinda Sue Norn. Hello, this is Melinda. And there's Melinda. How are you? It's Hello. James Lowe from iHeartRadio. How are you today? I'm very good. We've got uh, Melinda. I'm very good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. We've got on the line here, joining us via the magic of Skype audio, is Melinda Sue Norin. And uh, she joins us today here on our big broadcast. She sparkles with personality, and uh, she says and believes uh, she is a, just a delightful individual. We've had her on in the past, and uh, we are glad to have her back on today. And um, several years ago, I understand that you worked as an as a, a account executive for the great Erwin Zucker. How was that? I I sure did. It was my honor to work for him, can you believe, in 1978. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda Irwin, is, Irwin is an amazing individual. Yes. He's a young man, only 90 years old, and he spent over... 50 years promoting authors. He is a genius. He is a genius. He remembers everyone's name, 
asks about their family. And if we were to talk about excellence in individuals and corporations, uh, Irwin is brilliant in that he always has a nice word to say about someone, a good, good memory, and and uh, brilliant marketing skills. He is absolutely amazing, and uh, we have got a uh, great guest with us today. Melinda Sue Noren joins us on Skype Audio, and uh, she is pretty amazing herself. She's earned a doctorate in psychology, specializing in organizational management and consulting. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, every organization is like a person. It's got a personality, it's got good and bad characteristics, and when you are a um, an organization, you've got your own organizational culture, and as a result of that, sometimes things go very, very well, and sometimes they uh, the company might have some challenges. So an organizational psychologist goes in and evaluates the leadership, the process, the teamwork, the the, the whole process of running an organization, and and points out things that could make it a little bit more effective or successful. Yes, yes, indeed. It is a uh, great guest with us today. Melinda Sue Noren joins us here in a broadcast here on Skype Audio. And over 35 years of creating organizational collaboration and excellence when reaching goals in business, associations, educational institutes, and government agencies. And she's with us today here on our big broadcast, our website, thecompanydoctor.biz. How does a large organization strive for excellence? Well, that's a great question, James. Uh, They strive first by understanding what excellence is. Excellence is not perfection. Excellence is the desire to continually move forward towards being better, better, best. You know, it's uh, it's not an end. It's a process. So if they want to continue to be ever improving, they look at four or five different characteristics. And the characteristics would be how are our products? We need feedback from the community, from our customers, and that's how they end up being excellent, by getting useful information, the art of the inquiry. How are they excellent? If they want to strive for excellence, they involve their employees. They're not just worker bees. They have great opinions. They have useful feedback. And if they want to be the organization wants to be really proactive, every time they talk to an employee, they call them by their name. James, I want to thank you for interviewing me. James, I appreciate that you're doing your job. James, I know you're having a difficult time at home, and you still show up on time. Whatever it is they're saying to the employee, and I'm just making that up, I, I, but, you know, but yes, whatever yes. they're saying to the employee, they want to use their name and let them feel appreciated. They also want to add uh, education to the employee's world uh, so that the employee feels they care enough about me to continue to help my, my knowledge grow. They've earned my trust. They compliment me. I'm committed to this company, and therefore I'm going to do a better job than if they don't call me by my name, don't appreciate me. Um, sometimes it's not about the money. Most people leave their job because they're unhappy with the way they're treated. Um, I'm going to add two two more characteristics to excellence, and I'll, 
large organization or any organization. If you're striving for excellence, you have to value your customers. In the private sector, when you get a receipt, they give you a phone number, they'll give you a discount on a future meal or a product or service if you give them feedback. The feedback is invaluable and they are constantly monitoring for a better, more successful, excellent organization. And I'm going to conclude what makes a great organization, how do they strive for it? By the willingness to embrace change. If a company is very rigid, they have old management, they're set in their ways, this is how they've always done it, they can't be excellent because the world is learning too fast. Things are changing too quickly. And they have to be, in in my opinion, (laughs) they have to be very flexible. They have to be willing to change. They have to listen to the feedback and recognize if they're being rigid in their process, they cannot beat their competition. So those are those are my my quick response, <laughs> my my quick advice. Also, if I can add one more, James, it would be to recognize the culture and set the goals for excellence up front. And um, when when they create that desire in a company, they're able to pass that along the whole stream of the organization. Every level knows excellence is our goal. And excellence, again, is not perfection, but we're all trying to do our very best. And our very best might be, I just got out of traffic and I'm in a bad mood, but I'm going to still try and do my very best. That's what excellence is in an organization from a psychological process. We've got a great guest with us today. Dr. Melinda Sue Noren joins us here on our broadcast. Her website, thecompanydoctor.biz. And uh, she's designed programs and trained staff at over 6,000 companies, receiving awards from the County of Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Unified School District, USC Medical Center, Metro, and the Ventrons Court Transportation Commission. And she's with us today here on our big program. What companies have a culture of excellence from your experience? Well, I'll tell you one example. Uh, one example would be Benny Hanna's. I was working with the organization, and uh, I believe excellence is represented by the employees, uh, not just the product, not just the, uh, the sales, but by the employees. And in this example, the Benny Hanna's representative uh, came in and said, I want to prove to this company that I can make them more money. So he evaluated his job as a manager and said, I can increase sales if I arrange the seating differently. We can bring more people in. They can eat together uh, in Benihana's. They, they, they set you up at a, a, a round table, maybe eight chairs. And he was able to increase the sales uh, by realigning what he was doing as a manager. He was enthusiastic. He was promoted. He was uh, then brought to another store where he could um, teach more people what he did well. That's one example. Another example would be Walt Disney. The people that I've met and worked with from Walt Disney are very happy. They have a philosophy. It's not as much about the money. It's about creating a happy 
culture for uh, the employees as well as for the visitors. And uh, I'll conclude my third example would be Google. Google wants to motivate their employees, so they create all kinds of fun from haircuts to a widescreen TV outside to endless food for their employees. So they try and inspire through motivating their employees to stay there, work long hours, do your very best, but they're going to get something in return, and they create a better product as a result. Also, your listeners might find it interesting. If they want to get a sneak peek of how do the employees feel working for a company, there's a website called glassdoor.com, G-L-A-S-S-D-O-O-R.com, and that's where the employees rate their own, their own company. So you can look at a company from the behavioral standpoint of how you you feel as a customer, but it's also interesting to see how the employees feel about their own organization. And to get the very best out of the employees, they want to do the very best every day. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Joins us live here in the broadcast, coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. Dr. Melinda Sue Noren with us today. She has earned the prestigious Irwin Award in the niche marketing category in 2016 for creating a profile on the value and appreciation and application of knowledge management for organizational excellence. She has helped organizations reorganize what content, training, and actions lead to organizational excellence. Her website, the company Dr. Dot B-I-Z. What types of reward programs help motivate employees to strive for excellence? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you for asking that, James. Well, if a company wants to motivate their employees, there's, there's two types of basic motivation. The intrinsic, it comes from within me, and the extrinsic. It's something that you offer me that makes me more motivated. So I'll start with the intrinsic. If I'm self-motivated, I simply take pride in my work. I feel very happy when I've done something well. It's all within my self-esteem, my character, my upbringing. I could also like the product or service. So I work for an organization, and my excellence is because I think we have a great product. James, you have a great radio show. I like talking on your radio show. I like being interviewed by you because you ask good questions, and you're interested, and I feel appreciated. So that's intrinsic. Um, I might like my job and do a wonderful job because it helps the environment. So intrinsic is something from within me. It's, it's not external. It's something within me. And another um, example would be, um, well, I, I guess it would be I'm living up to the expectation of my family and my friends. They want to see me do something good. So it's, it's an upbringing. That's intrinsic. Extrinsic would be something external. So I'm working really hard so that you promote me. Um, I'm trying my very best at this company so you recognize me and give me a moment to shine in front of the other employees and um, appreciate me. Uh, maybe the extrinsic uh, motivation for excellence is you're going to take my photo and put it on the wall and say you're employee of the month or you're employee of the year or write an article about how hard my life has been and how I finally reached success, the pinnacle of success in this organization. Uh, it could be money. You give me a, a bonus. It could be you give me time off. I did such a good job. Uh, it could be something 
inexpensive. You buy me a few lotto tickets, but I have the possibility of winning millions. Uh, it could be not just that you're rewarding me for my excellent work, but for the characteristic of caring about my coworkers, going out of my way to pick someone up to bring them to work. So the, if you want an excellent company, you're rewarding the work and the individual. Perhaps you give them additional stock, maybe a free lunch. I'll tell you a fun motivational um, uh, idea. One restaurant would name a food after a person. So if they did a good job, that was a motivation. You could get the James sandwich. <laughs> so it was very cute. They tied it into the person and their personality. So th- those are just some examples of extrinsic and intrinsic motivators. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on Skype Audio, and uh, she is absolutely amazing. 28 minutes after the hour, we have got the head of the uh, the website, the company, Dr.Biz, Dr. Melinda Sue Norn with us today. She uh, currently is uh, sur- surmising the... Uh, contents of a soon-to-be-published book, 25 Techniques to Improve Knowledge Management. She's a board member of CSUN, Journalism Alumni Association, recent participant on Maria Shriver's launch team for Maria's new bestseller, I've Been Thinking, and she's with us today here in a broadcast. Today's topic, let's focus on excellence in organizations. With baby boomers, millennials, and Gen Z in the workplace at the same time, what advice can you give companies about the different types of motivation? Well, that's another great question. Each generation has a different sense of values and interest and rewards. If we're looking at the older or oldest employees, they, they'd be uh, born somewhere between the year of years of 1900 and 1945. Uh, they, they might be on the fringe of your workforce, but uh, they grew up during the Depression. They're well-read. Those employees really want to be appreciated, and they want, to, uh, they want their job security. So the motivation is usually intrinsic. They want to be appreciated. Baby boomers born somewhere in the mid-1940s to about the year 1964, they have a, a strong work ethic, and they like to be respected as well. Um, they're more traditional. If you give them information and motivation, it's something they like to read. They like to post something up in front of them, a reward, a certificate. Uh, it's more visual. The baby boomers... Uh, they like to be appreciated, of course, as, as all generations do. Then if we go to Generation X, 1965 to 1980, and the millennials born around 1980 to 2000, we've got a whole different generation there. They like technology, pop culture, music, clothes. They're liberal. They, they, they want to be kept interested. The older generations want to be appreciated, but the younger generation, if you want to motivate them towards excellence, you have to keep them interested, give them new information, uh, reward them in ways that include we've got a sustainable organization, we're doing something socially beneficial. Uh, they're, they're involved not just at the work level of getting paid. They want to know they're doing something good. And then there's our most recent Generation Z, born after 
1996. Uh, this is the group that shocked the nation, I believe, this weekend with their March for Our Lives. It was surprising to many newscasters and audience members that this very, very young group was as articulate as it was and as organized as it was. So the younger generation, the Generation Z group, they want to do something that's socially meaningful. They've been brought up in um, an environment where they switch jobs more frequently and they have to find the value. So the most important thing for Generation Z folks is retaining the employees. If you want an excellent organization, you have to appeal to their social interest, the the welfare of the environment, um, their uh, desire to uh, travel and have culture. They're not as much uh, hoarders and money oriented as the younger, the older generations. So that's how you're going to build your expertise and excellence in an organization, retaining the employees as they want to hop around for as much information and skill set training as possible. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Dr. Melinda Sue Noren joins us here on our broadcast. And uh, today's topic, let's focus on excellence in organizations. Her website, thecompanydoctor.biz. And she's with us today here on Skype Audio. She uh, earned a doctorate in psychology, specializing in organizational management and consulting. She's with us today here on our big program. Now, what advice do you have, Dr. Noren, for busy entrepreneurs? Well, I worked with young and middle-aged and and senior entrepreneurs for years, and in my travels, I've got four pieces of information for these busy entrepreneurs. That's a great question, James. Thank you for asking. The first one is stay in your lane. If you're an expert entrepreneur, do what you do best and hire specialists. It could be to handle your human resources. It could be to handle your social media. It could be to handle your um, marketing, your payroll. Uh, whatever it is, stay in your lane. Do what you do best. That's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is what's called a 360 in business organizations. A 360 is don't think you know everything I don't know everything. I have to look around 360 degrees and ask the people around me for honest feedback if I want to be excellent. If I want to be excellent, I ask my customers. They might say, well, you take too long. Or they might say, you work too fast. Or they might give me a piece of information I would not have known had I not inquired. Ask your suppliers. Ask your coworkers. So the second piece of advice is get Get your 360 feedback. The third piece of advice is be flexible. And I'll give you an example of a top realtor in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, California. The top realtor at the time was a young man. People couldn't understand how this young man's company could hire hundreds and hundreds of realtors away from the more established companies. And his success, as I analyzed it, was that he was endlessly flexible. What do you want to join my company? What do you want to sell your house for? What do you want to market yourself? 
And because of his flexibility, he was able to attract and retain realtors from other companies, and his company was the most successful. And the fourth and final piece of advice I would offer for busy entrepreneurs, to be excellent, reach out. And I'm going to give you an example of the amazing Maria Shriver. She just launched a book called uh, I've Been Thinking. And what she did is she created a team of people to help market the book, read the book, provide feedback on the book, talk about it on Twitter, Facebook, blogs, attend events. And in creating her book, which was her content and her brilliant thought process and advice, she created a team. It wasn't just one person going out there to try and market a book. It was a team effort. And as a result, she ended up being, because of the content of her great book and because of this process, number one on the book uh, sales list with Amazon and also the New York Times. So I, I think that would be the best advice for entrepreneurs. I, I think I'd add one more, one more item. If, if you read a book called Disrupt You by Jay Samet, you would question your immediate assumptions and beliefs. Because we're working as entrepreneurs, we can't see and know everything. So question the way in which we do something. Look around at the competition and continually be changing and improving ourselves. That's how we become excellent entrepreneurs. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live, Dr. Melinda Sue Norn with us today. The topic, let's focus on excellence in organizations. Her website, thecompanydoctor.biz. That's www.thecompanydoctor.biz. She joins us today here on Skype Audio. She has designed programs and trained staff at over 6,000 companies, receiving awards from the County of Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Unified School District, the USC Medical Center, Metro and Ventura. Transcout Transportation Commission. She's with us today here on Skype Audio. How does one motivate kids to strive for excellence? Well, let's start them off young, James. <laughs> uh, what did I learn? After everything they do, ask the child, even a co-worker in an organization, what did I learn? The most interesting aspect of getting a doctorate in psychology was having to write papers on my feelings and thoughts and observations. What? How do you, how do you get a grade on something that's just you know, that personal? But if you want to improve, you have to know what your feedback is, what you learned from, from every mistake and every success. What did I learn? Number one, ask your kids, ask the high schoolers, ask your coworkers, what did I learn when something went really well or something went disastrously? Number two, repeat after me. That was awesome. Okay, James, that was awesome. What you, we do to motivate kids to be excellent is we don't fault imperfection because excellence is a process. So we say, that was awesome. That was great. You wrote the letter A. You built a 15,000-piece puzzle. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter the scale of the result. What matters is the self-esteem we're trying to build.
build so that a young person feels confident and takes chances and continues to do new things. And the third piece of advice for a person who's young to be excellent and strive for excellence is to let them try everything. Use their ears, listen to music, play music. Maybe that's a skill set, maybe it's a weakness, and we steer them away. Okay, use the body, exercise, go out and do sports. Maybe there's something they're excellent in. Maybe there's something that they maybe want to stay away from. My son was hyperactive, and he was much like Michael Phelps. He was tall, skinny, and and some of the academics weren't that uh, attractive to him. But when he got in the pool, he was the fastest swimmer. That's what he excelled at. Very good. That's awesome. You find their strength. Maybe it's their eyes. They're a great photographer. Maybe they're academically enriched with math and science and English and, and history in the medical arena. Or maybe it's they have great character and they should be a Boy Scout leader. They're born leaders. So if you want to motivate a young person towards excellence, they try many different things and they find what is their personal strength and they continue to develop it. So I, I, I conclude with this quote, my favorite quote. Uh, it was a quote I, I started with and ended with in my three-year journey for a doctorate. A journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And we could see that with some of the most successful people in our, in our country. It's, it's not easy. It's time and practice and perseverance. So that is my advice. We've got a great guest with us today, Dr. Melinda Sunarin, and she joins us today here on our big broadcast via the magic of Skype audio. Today's topic, let's focus on excellence in organizations. Her website, thecompanydoctor.biz, and uh, she's earned the prestigious Irwin Award in the niche marketing category in 2016 for creating a profile and a portfolio on the value and application of knowledge management for organizational excellence. She's helped organizations reorganize with content, training, and actions lead to organizational excellence. She's with us today here in the broadcast. <laughs> now, um, how would someone reach you for more information? For more information, they can contact me at my website, www.thecompanydoctor.biz, or they can email Email me at Melinda Sue, M-E-L-I-N-D-A-S-U, at Hotmail.com. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, Doctor. Jane, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for calling me today. Appreciate it. There goes Dr. Melinda Sue Noren, and uh, we are going to take a break. And when we come back here on our big program, we are going to chat with Donna Carol Voss. That's right, Donna Carol Voss coming up here in a few moments. She is going to be with us talking about all sorts of different things. You just never know what Donna's going to be getting into. We've got more coming up on the other side.
Playing darts is a fun pastime that goes back generations, and it's a great way to socialize while having a great time. AtomicDarts.com stocks an incredible supply of top quality darts from leading manufacturers like Target, Shot, and Bottleson, and many others. AtomicDarts.com carries all the dart supplies you will ever need, like boards, even electronic boards. And when you order in the United States, free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Wow, that's a great deal. Visit AtomicDarts.com. Take a look at their inventory. You will be impressed. AtomicDarts.com is family-owned and operated. AtomicDarts.com, helping you nuke the competition. Today's show is brought to you by GoEpic Health, makers of Cholesterate, the natural way to lower cholesterol. Invented by the creator of Gatorade, Dr. J. Robert Cade, Cholesterate is clinically proven to lower cholesterol levels by 21%. Avoid the harmful side effects of statin drugs. Cholesterate works to naturally lower cholesterol and promote healthy weight loss. Order today and use promo code LDL25 to get 25% off your order or find a store near you at www.drinkcholesterate.com. Teachers, students, and professionals in the medical field, when you're looking for a high-quality dissection kit, look no further than Diseco Solutions. Diseco Solutions has the perfect kit for you. Their 26-piece advanced, non-rust, stainless steel dissecting tool is perfect for all your dissecting needs. This set is perfect for instructional and training purposes. The instruments are long-lasting and reliable. The stainless steel handle makes intricate work easier and more efficient. The Diseco Solutions Dissecting Kit comes with a free protective leather travel case to keep your tools secured at all times. The kit has several different types of instruments in various sizes, so you have everything you need in one handy portable package. If you have a student in your life that needs a dissection kit for school, this one is perfect for their needs, with plenty of blades to use for multiple dissections. This kit is also perfect for professionals like veterinarians. Order your Diseco Solutions Dissection Kit on Amazon. Just just visit Amazon.com and search Dissection Kit 26 PCS. Dissection Kit 20. At DollarSeed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit DollarSeed.com. And grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. DollarSeed.com. What could be healthier? Back to the Jiggy Jaguar radio show on the network. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border. Tune in. iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher and our brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. Check us out at JiggyJaguar.com. We're going to go to our featured correspondent for the segment. And uh, before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners over there at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out www.FatDaddyMates.com. Fat Daddy Meats. They ship. And deliver quality frozen meats. Check out fatdaddymeats.com. 
That's Facebook.com slash Fat Daddy Meats. Find them on social media at Facebook.com slash Fat Daddy Meats. We'll spell you the website www.fatdaddymeats.com. That's FatDaddyMeats.com. And tell them, you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. And we've got Donna Carol Voss joining us on the telephone. Donna, what do you have for us today, my friend? Have you heard about the hoo-ha now, about the quote-unquote new and controversial census? No! Give us an update. Oh, so fascinating. Okay, so we are going to ask in 2020, are you a citizen? And you would have thought that aliens had descended from outer space and were ripping us apart shred by shred. It is so hot out there right now. Let me give you a quick rundown about the census because it's really interesting. We started taking the census in 1790, counting, and back then all we cared about is are you free and white? Are you free but not white, meaning mulatto? Or are you a slave? That's all we cared about in 1790. And then we did it every 10 years, 1800, 1810, same thing. We didn't care except you were free or slave. 1820 was the first time we asked the number of foreigners not naturalized, which is another way of saying not citizens. And since 1820, there has been a variety of ways we've asked it. Are you naturalized? Are you a citizen? Are you a male citizen? But it's been asked pretty consistently throughout history. Well, in 19, uh, 2000, 2000, Let's see. It's 19. Oh, let me look at my notes. I'm so bad at details. Did you ever know that? <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's okay, fine. 19, Take your time, my friend. In 2000, we literally asked, is this person a citizen of the United States? In 2010, we did not ask that. We didn't even ask what's your place of birth, which in all the other surveys, if we had not asked if you're a citizen, we at least asked what's your place of birth. So it's this big hoo-ha as though this is a new question. It's not a new question. The last census in 2010 was the first one that didn't ask anything about it. I'm writing an article now called The Myths About the New Census Question. One thing, I even read this in The Hill, which is a pretty reputable publication. They said the question has, been, has not been asked since 1950. No. I went and looked up the Census Bureau. I looked up every single census for every single time it was taken, literally what the questions were each time. And I think why it's is that in 1950, we did ask, are you a citizen? In 1960, we did not. We asked just place of birth. But if you leave it there, you think it hasn't been asked since 1960. It's not true. It has been asked in 1970, 1980, 1990. So whoever's doing their research stops a little short. If you hear that it hasn't been asked since 1950, just know that's not true. That's one thing. Now, it says, here's another myth. Counting only citizens in the census will fall more heavily in democratic states than cities because we all know that's where illegal immigrants live. Well, it's not going to disadvantage those states and cities. It's simply going to remove the advantage they've had all this time when illegal immigrants were counted like regular people. And here's the, the reason that's a problem. When they do the census, they then take those numbers and apportion congressional seats in the House of Representatives. So if you're counting a lot of illegal immigrants, you're getting more seats in the House of Representatives, but of people who can't vote or should not be voting, let's put it that way, which means the vote of citizens in those places count more heavily than those in citizens that have a more fair representation in Congress. That's one big thing. 
And then they say, well, you know, it's not fair. We won't get money for our hospitals and our schools and all these other programs. Well, you know what? Why should you be getting money for those things from the federal government? If individual states want to allocate budget resources to do in-state tuition or free public education, that might be a federal, federal rule. But why should the feds have to give all this extra money? Why can't we give it to areas where the citizens need it? So that's another, another myth. And then a final myth, or another myth, is they say the Trump administration is saying we need to have these accurate numbers to enforce the Voting Rights Act. And of course, the criti critics are saying, no, 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 no. President Trump doesn't care about voting because he didn't consequence the Russians in the 2016 election, and he's not doing anything to prepare us for 2020. He's not talking about paper ballots, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? The Russians, they probably affected it, but they didn't get down to the level of individual vote count. And even if President Trump wasn't all hot about getting after the Russians, he is a law and order kind of guy. And so it would make sense to me that he would want to get back down to brass tacks that let's look at the Voting Rights Act, let's look at where, whether we have uh, how many citizens, how many non-citizens. And here's the thing they're not saying. Who's, you know, there's all these, Eric Holder, in fact, says, you know, the addition of a citizenship question to the census questionnaire is a direct attack on our representative democracy. Well, that means representation of the people, by the people, and for the people. But that means citizens citizens can vote, so he's out to lunch. And then other people who say, well, if we don't count all the people, then that's not right, that's, a, that's illegal, because the census is supposed to count all the people. Well, the census does count all the people, it just divides them into citizens and non-citizens. And should we want to give more money to those areas that have a lot of illegal immigrants, or uh, schools, and hospitals, and things like that, that's our prerogative. But we're just not going to give them representation in Congress. Don't you think that's kind of crazy hoo-ha about nothing? And to act like it's a brand new question that has just, it's just a part of Trump's anti-immigrant position. It's just, oh, it makes me mad. I can't wait to finish writing this article. We've got Donna Carabas with us today. Check out DonnaCarabas.com. It is uh, absolutely, absolutely stimulating over there at DonnaCarabas.com. Now, uh, Donna, an another story that's out there kind of in this uh, immigration situation is... Uh, Orange County, uh, California revolts. They basically side with the feds against, uh, some of these alien sanctuary golden states, uh, just more than a week after a tiny Los Alamitos, uh, voted to defy California's law protecting immigrants in the, uh, county, uh, in the country illegally. Orange County is poised to become a counterpoint against the state's resistance to the Trump administration policies. What do you make of all this? I saw that Los Alamitos mayor on Tucker Carlson, and I thought, good for you, you know, a little tiny hamlet, Los Alamitos, and it just takes one with courage, and now look, all the other lemmings are kind of falling in behind. I think that's great, and our, Orange County, you know, I'm surprised they weren't a little bit braver. They are the, they are the Republican bastion of California. You know, California used to be majority Republican way, way back, you know, they, they voted uh, for Ronald Reagan when he was governor. Yes. But, since then, Orange County really is the repository of the conservatism in California. So why they had to wait for little Los Alamitos to, uh, you know, break out in front, I don't know. But good, I hope more follow in behind. 
We've got Donna Carol Voss with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. Check out DonnaCarolVoss.com. And uh, Donna, as we go, tell us about your uh, your latest podcast and everything you've got going on over the website. Well, good stuff. Well, Donna, we look forward to uh, talking to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week, my friend. You too. Appreciate it. There goes Donna Carol Boss, and uh, we are going to get on out of here. We'll see you next time. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.